Defining Boundaries with Peter Cox. Welcome back to season three of Defining Boundaries. So you may hear a few clicks behind me. I'm recording in my office in the city with my five clocks ticking away of my different time zones for my students. So anyway, uh, well, we've made it to two years of podcasting and talking to some amazing people across the world. I want to thank everybody who has listened or been a guest or shared uh, my podcast over the past two years. I have met and made some great friends who I now consider family. I've had the privilege of joining the Geoholics, speak at conferences and spread the word of surveying and the endless possibilities our profession can take us. If we all tell our stories, we can build our profession and leave a legacy for many years to come. This season kicks off with some short interviews from some amazing leaders from Trimble Dimensions in Las Vegas. I will be releasing five short interviews well worth the listen over the next week. Hi and welcome back to Defining Boundaries. Today I have with me Riley Smith. Riley is the Marketing Director of Monitoring and Tunneling at Trimble. Welcome. Thank you for having me. It's a, a pleasure and an honour to be a part of, uh, of this podcast. Ooh, so an honour. appreciate it. It's mm-hmm. nice to hear that someone's listened to my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like I'm getting a little stardom from this. I mean, <laughs> people are going to know me now. Yes, they will. They will. <laughs> Especially from this one. <laughs> Um, so, Riley, I looked into your background a little bit and I saw that your beginning started as a survey technician. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah, yeah. So, how did it start? Yeah, actually, I started initially going down the engineering. I was going to be an engineer. I didn't know what kind, but I was going to try and be an engineer. When you were at school? Yeah, yeah. So, uh-huh. that, and this, this is like straight after I finished um, high school. What was the first thing? Oh, I think I'm going to go to engineering school. Yep. And pretty much instantly, I realized that was a bad decision at the time. And uh, I happened to, you know, it's kind of funny, actually. So I, I, I have a, uh, an uncle who is a surveyor, but I had no oh. idea what really what he did or much about that. Um, and I happened to come across a, it was like a pamphlet for the, the local trade school in, mm. in the city, mm-hmm. where, close to where I grew up uh, in, in Canada. Where I'm from. I was, that was yeah, we'll get there. That should have been my first question, yeah. but we'll, we'll go get with there. This yeah. <laughs> the uh, and it had it was it was going over all the different trades, and I looked at this one and said, "Oh yeah, are you good at math and sciences? And you like to be outdoors? You yeah. like new technology?" I was like, "Man, that sounds really cool. What, like, what is this?" It was called Geomatics Engineering Technology. It was the program, okay. and it was uh, and so in Canada, you can have two levels. You can, of course, there's lots of surveyors who don't go to school, which is can go that route mm. as well but there's like a technical route two years you get more more of the hands-on perspective or you can go to you know university get a geomatics engineering degree yeah so that's where i started is i took that program and i like immediately loved it it was great and um i moved to uh into surveying uh, as soon as that was done and i was a i got lucky i think at a period of time one because at that point in time in Canada, especially in Western Canada, the, the resource industry was picking up as well as some of the infrastructure. Mm-hmm. So the, some of the, the survey companies were just having trouble finding right. people. I mean, it's the same thing we're seeing right now. Yeah, right? okay. Uh, so how, when was that? 
That was Did you do 2011, that? I think, is when I graduated okay. from that program. Is that program a full-time program? Yes. Like you go yeah. five days a week kind yeah. of thing? Two, two years full-time. Oh, you have your summer breaks. Yeah. You have your, yeah. your two, basically two eight-month kind of sections. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they, it was a great program. Yeah, I, I go back there usually once every... I try to get back there once a year because I still have good relationships with my, my instructors. Because um, that was really what kicked it off for me in the end was that that program. Yep. And then, of course, as soon as I started actually getting into the industry and working and then just kept falling in love more with what I did. But it was really interesting. I, 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 I consider myself lucky in how I progressed in my surveying career because, you know, of course, like most people, I started as a, a survey assistant, survey helper, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. yeah. What is it over there? Like, what's it called over there? Because we have field hands. Yeah. Um, is usually what we call them yeah. and sometimes they're called assistants now um, and they are the assistant to the surveyor sort of thing or yeah. sort of thing whereas over here in America it's they've got all different yeah, different it, things going on I would still <laughs> I would say there's no no solid term that everyone can agree yeah, upon okay. a lot of the time well at least when I started it was typically the it would be called a survey assistant yeah I see more and more that they've tried to categorize those into better better like let's say levels that fit like survey, um, survey, survey crew chief, party chief was always the like. That's where you're you're making it. Mm-hmm. So more and more they're trying to switch. I see to like kind of a universal term of like you have levels instead yeah. of a differentiator between uh, the assistant and the the crew chief or the party chief. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I to kind of continue my story. I got lucky because I, I was actually an assistant for a very short period of time. I think it was around one month, and. The amount of projects and, op- and um, business that was coming up for the company was so large and they couldn't find anyone and they said, Are you, do you want to do this? Do you want to become a party chief? And so I moved into that and um, spent a lot of time, again, both construction and cadastral, mm-hmm. so I got a great experience in doing all of that. And um, eventually I diverse, kind of specialized on, I did a lot of corridors, power infrastructure and roads and pipelines, those ty- types of things, so I did a lot of that type of... So work. was the company a big company or a small company? Yeah, I worked for a company that no, has no, now been consumed by another company. It was oh, called there's Stu- a lot of those. Yeah, <laughs> so it was called Stuart Weir, um, which is now part of GeoVera. And so which oh, is, yes. I think, still probably one of the largest yeah, companies Yeah, they seem big. Yeah. I've, I've seen them on Instagram and yeah. stuff, and they do a lot of stuff. Yeah. It sounds like a good company. Actually. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I mean, it was a great experience. I got lucky that I had some really good uh, mentors. Shout out to Ed Mryglod. Yes. Um, <laughs> love mentors. <laughs> yeah, so he was he was uh, and still continues to be a, a great mentor for me. And oh, one, awesome. of course, just in general surveying of like learning some techniques, the things you don't learn at school, yeah. basically, you know, that kind yeah. of stuff. He also had oh, a lot. Sorry, of, can I just? So yeah. you're saying that you're learning on the job? Believe it or not, yeah. <laughs> My God, <laughs> I've got silent producer waving fingers at me. <laughs> I was just talking about this stuff in, well, I just did a, a talk just before about education and the mentoring, that how important it is and what you learn when you're out in the field and stuff. So it's, uh, it's great to hear you say that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And, and, and maybe I can come back to that. I've got, of course, lots to say about the importance of good mentors yeah. and, and growth opportunity in surveying. I think those are key things. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, I got lucky. I had good mentors got moved up quite fast and got to experience a lot of complex projects and different things over, over the course of a, sheer, a short time, I would say. And 
I did take a short hiatus off of work a few months. And when I came back, I got the opportunity to become a field supervisor. Okay. So I basically took a role of managing multiple crews on, on one or two projects, on larger projects. So I worked on several large like power line or transmission line and pipeline projects where the because the scope of the project was so big, we would have eight, 10, 15 crews just working on that one yeah, project. Right. So you, they basically pulled you in as we, we'd call it a project manager. Yeah, in yeah. a way, but I was I still had a solid component of the field aspect. Yeah, okay. So I was doing everything from like, yeah, the project management aspect, um, but I was also doing things like preparing data files and control files yeah. and things for all of the crews. Um, but I was also training crews because we had a lot of new crews and then mm-hmm. people that just didn't have experience in certain things so I spent that's why I say the field component was yes. important because <laughs> I was still going out in the field and spending a lot of time with them and training and ensuring that they can then be autonomous and, and, and have the right you know the resources that they need yeah. that's awesome yeah. um, so you have a Bachelor of Geomatics as well yeah I guess that's the next part so, of my story yeah so because <laughs> This is what I sort of see sometimes is you some of the people that go through that technical level um, and then love it, absolutely love it, and then go on to to get a, a, a degree in some sort of yeah. surveying geomatics, whatever it may be, wherever there is. Um, you know, I've got students that I just made stand up the other day while I was doing a, a talk at a, at, a, at a small convention thing and it was like, okay, these guys, they knew nothing about surveying and they've gone through the technical yeah. the the um, university and they started doing their registration process and I'm like this is this is why I'm here this is why I do it because I actually taught these guys and yeah. now look at where they are sort of thing they had no idea what surveying was so yeah tell me about how you ended up in that so once again I had a, a good mentor who I was looking at kind of where I was at in my career and uh, so if you so some context here you in Canada, you to become a, a registered surveyor in your respective province mm-hmm. or multiple provinces. Yep. You you typically have to have what's called the CBEP, so which are basically accreditation um, mm-hmm. for different various levels. I think there's 13, if I remember correctly. And typically, if you've gone to a trade school, you don't get those. Right. Most of the the university level programs, the engineering programs, will give you exemptions for those. Okay. So even if you're not uh, even if you don't get an engineering or a surveying degree, you can still do it and challenge the manual, but it takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's basically asking somebody to learn like calculus level three and right, on their own and do a test. So it, it's challenging. So I had a mentor that had suggested to me that, because I was looking at like, what can I do? I want to get more into the, keep kind of growing my career. Mm-hmm. He said, and he said, well, really in this, this time in the industry, you need to have a degree really it's, you know, and yeah, that was okay. the kind of the the, the thought mm-hmm. and it was to to say okay I'm going to put dedicated focus on my education so I can come back into the industry with this new, new skill mm-hmm. set and continue growing the career so that said I decided I would go get a geomatics engineering degree and there's really there's primarily and I'm probably excluding schools here so I apologize but there's primarily two large geomatics engineering programs in Canada one in University of Calgary and one in the University of New Brunswick which Trimble hires a lot from. Uh, are they opposite sides? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah and so I, I went to the University of New Brunswick which is on the eastern mm-hmm. east side east coast of uh, Canada and um, that was great because it was you know you look at the the parallel between 
or the differences between a trade school versus mm -hmm. a, a you know, classical engineering education, and they were so different in, in the way, from all levels, the way I learned, the what was taught, and so forth. So I'm a big fan of a non-traditional approach to mm -hmm. how somebody gets into the industry, right? And I'd like to say that I kind of took a little bit of a non-traditional yeah. approach because yeah. most people would go instantly into the engineering school and come out and then advance their careers. But I took a bit of more of the trades route and then experience then back to school. Do you think that benefited you going into university? Yes, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I think benefited me especially let's say it didn't benefit me in the like your chemical your chemistry and <laughs> physics courses it's probably a detriment i had to relearn all that um but in some of the geomatics the definitely the geomatics specific courses it was because i could bring some my thoughts of what i was doing in the field mm -hmm. both good and bad things and mm -hmm. then learn from that what a from the actual theoretical about that right learning how a total station operates and all the different errors systematic errors and all of these things yeah okay right so that was very valuable for me yeah so when you so is that four years three years it, the program is four years because i had uh two years prior i only had to do three so i got one year basically credit transfer yes. credit yeah. yeah okay um was that full-time? Like, did you actually work while you were doing that, or it was a no. pretty full-on... Yeah, so I w that was the kind of decision I had to make, was I could continue working and then on, on the side work towards these accreditation credits mm -hmm. and try to get those, or I was like, do I dedicate full-time for a, yeah. probably a shorter period of time and just go get the degree? Yeah, okay. So I decided to go that way, yeah. and so I could just focus on actually learning and not have to juggle, juggle the two, because yeah. that is challenging, especially like, I mean, survey surveying is, is a quite a demanding uh, job, I would say, especially in the capacity I was at being a supervisor. Yeah. So when you went, finished uni, did you go back to the same company, or... What so happened there? Yeah, so yeah, this kind of, I guess, brings me to where I am today. So I got the lucky opportunity of um, an internship. Oh, I was going to say, Trimble. you got one of the Trimble. Yeah. Yes, okay. Yeah, They're so, brilliant. Yeah, so uh, uh, after my, or during my second year of school, uh, there was a few individuals that came from Trimble, did a recruitment. Um, and and you, to me, I was like, Trimble is like the pinnacle. I'm never going to be able to work there, but I was like, it looks really interesting, mm -hmm. you know, the, the opportunity, so I'm going to try. So I interviewed and, um, uh, well, luckily got hired, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I uh, got hired by an, another great mentor of mine who is still currently my boss, which is Boris Skopjak. Oh, I uh, spoke to Boris. Yeah. He's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, uh, I would say he's one of the key mentors in, in my, definitely in my Trimble career. Because um, so it's not a long career, is it? In Trimble. Yeah, we're getting to five, six years now, yeah, five okay. years, I guess, so it's over five. Yeah. yeah. So I did the internship for a year and I went back and finished my last year of university. Oh, okay. But during the internship, I had basically decided, like, I'm going to come back to Trimble and work yeah. after this, right? I, I loved what I was doing. I was working um, as a product manager on Trimble Business Center, if you're, if you're familiar. What's, the, the what's big that? Old, the big old TBC. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, which was great because for me it was like this, I could leverage my, my, my domain expertise in surveying and, and mm. really work with people who are building the product who might not be surveyors, right? Like developers, engineers. Yeah. Um, and actually bring some value into it. Uh, so yeah, finished school and then I came back into Trimble and I went into what's called the Rotational Development Program. Mm -hmm. Uh, which is an interesting program that Trimble has where it's two years long and you do four different roles, yeah. six months each. 
and the idea is to give you experience around different groups and different um, different um, basically job roles. And one, it helps you set you up with really good network around the company, but also gets you set up where where's the place that I think I can that fit. That you fit, yeah, yes. and that I'll, yeah. I'll I'll make the most impact. Mm. So I had a variety of. Uh, probably spend an hour talking about just my experiences through that that program you might have to come back yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it was a great program i get to do things like with the emerging technology team mm. that you see over here when this is back with the hololens and, and mixed reality yeah um, i get to work with our architecture division and sketchup um, and construction side i was working with the marine systems marine control systems um, but then in my last rotation which brings me full circle to where i am today yep. I got the opportunity to work with Boris on, on uh, looking at how we take our core technology on the mm -hmm. geospatial side, scanners, GPS, total stations, and how we apply that into distinctive industries where it's surveying, but it's not general surveying. It's a specialized application, which is where my, my position is at now, where mm -hmm. I focused on monitoring and tunneling as yep. those two, two yeah. areas. So when you when you're looking at that that, that part of it um, you had no real experience in the tunneling and monitoring side of it before working on this part or had you so I, I had monitoring experience but very I would say very traditional mm -hmm. right so the things that we're doing in Trimble are far and above what I was doing but that's what I think it's great is because that's you've given you've got the foundation yeah and you can build on it yeah in tunneling I didn't do a lot of underground work I did a bit of uh, some smaller projects mm -hmm. um, what was interesting there is I actually in university had taken a whole course on this precision underground surveying and like learning all these oh, wow. principles and it was always yeah. fascinating to me I learned it in school and then so forth so I got to actually apply that mm -hmm. um, but it's been really interesting about the tunneling thing because I, I think that's where I've had to learn the most mm -hmm. is just going out to projects meeting surveyors spending all this time talking to them and understanding like, what are you doing today mm -hmm. How can that be better? Um, and I really like to think that I've uh, built a lot of experience off of others who have yeah. that great domain. When you do that, do, is it, do you just stay in America and do that or you're traveling all over the place? Well, yeah, of course. It's a, it, to have a, a holistic perspective, you have to have every, every you, know, you have to have a good diversity of yeah. opinions, thoughts, because as, as you, I'm sure you're aware, surveying, even though the principles are the same, the way it's done in every country so can differ. Yes. Yeah. 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 And that's uh, it's the same with everything. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, if I go to Norway and see how they're surveying building tunnels, they're very full 3D models, very digitally driven. Mm -hmm. And then I come here to the US and it's more still, I still see a lot of PDFs and paper plans and you know, interpreting drawings oh and yeah, all that good stuff that we all know about. Yeah. Have you been to Australia? I've only been to Tasmania, crazy enough. And people look at me like, why did you just go there? Oh no, it's beautiful it down there. I lived, in, uh, I lived in New Zealand for six months uh, mm -hmm. working in the Trimble Christchurch office mm -hmm. and I, I took a, a short vacation to Tasmania at one point, <laughs> <laughs> which was fantastic. Well, you'll have to come over to Australia because we've got tunneling stuff happening. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. mining and all that. Really monitoring and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So. Uh, yeah. With this, uh, there's this large Northeast Link project uh, yes. starting. I'm hoping to go visit sometime mm. in the near future. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing a little bit of your story with me. Yeah, today. I think it was a lot of my story, but yeah. <laughs>
Well, we, did we get half an hour? <laughs> Thanks so much. It's, yeah. it, I love hearing all these different stories of how people have got to where they are. So it's, yeah. it's really cool. And it, hopefully, if someone's listening, it gives them an idea and going, oh, I, it, there's not just this little bit of surveying. There's so many other things that you can do. And that's, that's what I want to try and get out there. So, yeah. yeah Agreed. Yeah, that's, that's my perspective as well. Is it's especially there, I think the perspective that people have of, of especially when I think about ge- geomatics and surveying is that it's kind of one thing. It's, mm. you, know, you get a picture in your mind and that's it, but it's such a broad industry. Yeah. And then the way that you apply that can be so many things. You're mm. marine and with bathymetry and things. You've got remote sensing, you have traditional surveying, but you have all of these different, uh, different avenues where mm. you can grow your career. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. Of I appreciate course, thank it. you for having me on. Welcome. Defining Boundaries with Peter Cox.